0: The one thing that I learned, and this was the one thing that I know, uh, and I and I I did this about two and a half years ago, and I made a pact that if I post something, I'm not going to take it off. Whoa. Right? And so that's what I do. And so whenever I start to feel that uh, fear, I'll remember that pact that I made because I tell myself is that I... If I post something, there's a meaning and reason behind it, and I will live and die by whatever consequence comes from that.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. This is hilarious. I will take a selfie of my little in-car microphone setup. <laughs> Basically, I have fastened a microphone, a big like handheld microphone to my seatbelt, and uh, yeah, that's how I'm doing this week's podcast. Look, why am I doing this? Well, you know, we have waves in life, right? Where we're busy, where we are up to lots of different things, and certainly for me, it is one of these periods, one of these moments where things are on, things are busy, and. Look, I think like any kind of in and out in life, you just have to kind of ride that wave. And and the, the best I can do is to tell myself that there's more things I like in the week than I dislike. And, you know, something powerful about that, right? Because even if it's not entirely true, you need to have the narrative. I don't know if we really understand uh, or appreciate the narrative and and when we just go for kind of like algorithms and measurements I feel like we all understand what happens is that it doesn't it doesn't answer some things you know it, it doesn't inspire it doesn't give us that edge or give us the building blocks for the next level so there we go that's my little justification that I'm giving myself on on trying to make it all work you know there's something about the pursuit of trying to make it all work which encapsulates this podcast which encapsulates the journey that I'm on I think we all think that it's going to work and that we give ourselves the best possible interpretation of what that might look like but if we're honest we're up against it right we know that feeling we know that feeling and and what can happen is that you end up pinning all your hopes on what if what if it doesn't work what if it does work and you know i'm just trying to get away from that i'm trying to enjoy this journey i'm trying to enjoy the moments of the climb up the hill the grind and not just the grind but the other side of it the relaxation and it all works together so my point is we just have to ride that wave try and get the dopamine hit neurologically from the journey and as long as I tell myself that then I feel like that's part of it because it's really irrelevant if we make it whatever that means or not. Okay kind of on that point but not really because I just went straight deep into this intro. I'd like to introduce this week's podcast guest. Sione Falmuina is a the guest this week and Sione you know we've been in touch for a wee while over the social medias and we finally made the connection happen. Now there is a point to this conversation where I'm realising, well maybe many of these conversations, that I'm realising that we we missed the, the in-person connection, you know the in-person reading of somebody. There is a lot of things against us when we try and do virtual communications and look I'm really happy with the outcome of this week's podcast with Sione Fa Moina but I can't wait to have the time or the facility or the excuse to be in person to talk in person so like everything I think we do our best to hold up this conversation but a couple things to note uh, it was late at night like around 10 o'clock and, and Sione and I had both been up to things and also we ha- it's the virtual you know we always have to kind of pinch and throw a bit of salt over these conversations because there's a lot of things happening by the time we sit down to record this chat. But in saying that, I love this conversation. I love that we dabbled back and forth with some pretty heavy lifting. You know, like some of the themes of the podcast and in this episode is that you can't really trade it all in and expect to have ultimate meaning. We are our own masters of destiny. You know, for the things we can control. But how often we want to or are encouraged to Give those powers away so that we can have some, I don't know what, some some idea of, uh, you know, being able to work out the outcome or to be able to just feel comfort temporarily because we're not having to worry about the big picture. You know, this podcast encapsulates giving a damn about the big picture, so look. I think we should get into this week's episode with Sione. Thank you brother for joining me on the podcast, it was an absolute pleasure to get to know you and it is an absolute pleasure to talk to you and I look forward to many more conversations with you about life, about business, about the bits in between where we seem to not want to talk about collectively. And thank you all for listening those of you who turn up every week those of you who support me on patreon i want to give a quick plug to the three patreon supporters so that's chris andrew and daniel you guys blow my mind by supporting this podcast and giving me the narrative that it is worth it you guys blow my mind okay team hope you enjoy this week's episode on this week's episode Sione Falmoina blows our mind. Sione, I can't get over the fact that, and I was referencing this to you before the podcast started, we're our own teams, you know, we're our own producers, PAs, I mean, it's so interesting if you think about that because, um, I don't know, there's something about this media space and there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that you don't see but it's kind of created in a way where where it would be like it would be like the tv producers and or the tv presenters when they're talking to you it's like they're talking to you but you know they're reading but for us now it is just us talking and and i i think that's interesting when i think about well someone like yourself because I guess you've seen the window into professional sport, into balancing the line of knowing what to say and what not to say based off brand and bigger kind of concepts. When you're in the moment bro, for like league and stuff, and and I'll kind of say hello properly in a second, I mean are you aware of these things? when you think back to like the, the professional days where you're representing something that's that's not you are you aware that you have to be a different version of yourself to the version that we get to see tonight
0: uh yeah you're fully aware mm. and you know i remember one of the interviews uh, that i did with one of the papers uh i almost i guess slipped up in some of the things that i had said but you're you're, you're, you're consciously aware of the words that come out of your mouth, especially mm. when you're you know, in front of the media. And so once that's all said and done, then you jump in your car and that's basically where you can start to be yourself. <laughs> uh, but the moment yeah, you step out back into the, the machine of being a professional athlete, mm. you are 100% aware of who you have to be.
1: Mm. It can't be... I mean- <clears throat> Do you create a character almost, you know, like like a professional actor would channel something? Because I, I think that would... Like, that must be a tough part of it. Did you ever think consciously that, man, I, I can't be myself? Or, or is it is the week's too busy? I guess when you're playing pro, it's just your schedule's booked for you and you just go do things. Is that kind of how it is?
0: Yeah, it is. But there's also this um perception that uh, professional athletes are are, are really busy mm. uh, they are during the preseason but what actually happens during the season is is your training load halves so you've actually got a bit more time gotcha um, but in terms of creating that character i think there's this general character across every single professional athlete mm. which is just just trying to be a nice guy right like <laughs> <laughs> which is which which after ten losses is very hard to do, mm. All right? And so after 10, 11 losses, you are in the public. You you're expected to oh hey help. yep thank mm. you. But so I think that's the <clears throat> that's the persona that a lot of the professional athletes uh, have to put on, mm. regardless of how well or how bad uh, their performance, the team is uh, going at that particular moment in time. Mm,
1: bro, I can just feel that tension worldwide with who we are versus who you know we think we should be and 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 i'm not sure on that a because i think it is good having a standard of who we think we should be maybe something to aim towards but you've really got to make sure the bedrock you're doing it for is right you know which is why i think it's interesting um even the stuff you're doing on social media right now with kind of current league situations where it's like man you I, and I don't know you you, you kind of have this window in so it, there's a responsibility to keep the curtain down I guess because you know like you know keep it on the field type stuff but you're also a human who has their own name attached to their own social media account and you're trading in yourself now, right? So uh. there is a there is a deep tension there. And, and I guess I will resist kind of going into exactly. But, but I know when I saw you posting recently, um, uh. I, I wanted to reach out and not to talk about that because I think that's the instinct. Everyone would be like, you know, let's talk about that but but i'm i'm just interested in the thought process and and the pace of the world and and all of that stuff but we did jump into it um 24 <laughs> you are joining me uh, on the podcast on audiana tv um, and and I think it's cool that the audience watching this uh, is Pacifica. You know, I I was saying to you before that this channel is targeted towards Pacific Island people. And I think what's also interesting is that we're like one of the last shows that plays at night. And I think it's cool because, you know, we've had all these insightful kind of Pacifica things from around the islands and then we show up and we're having this kind of deeper conversation. Can I just ask if, like... Like outside the footy stuff, you know, when you were growing up and stuff what w- was sport like super important? What else was kind of like um inspiring you when you were growing up, you know, maybe family members because we just want to get out of putting people in a box, you know, and mm. we do it, you know, we tie you to league, and i th- I really want to work hard to break us out of that because we're just people, mm. so. What was kind of inspiring you when you grew up? Do you think back?
0: Yeah, I can definitely think back. Uh, Sport played a really big part in my life, uh, but that was out of my own decision. Mm. It was never forced upon me. I just happened to love it. Like uh, me and two friends, Uh, going down to the horse paddock, playing league in the horse paddock, playing cricket, uh, and then playing basketball. So I just love playing sport. Mm. It just so happened that I had three older uncles who who went on and played professional rugby. So by the time I was 10 or 11, I was training with them. And so Mm. that's where I started to sort of be in that environment of oh, actually, you actually have to train hard. Mm. So, uh, and then you know, it went from being sort of social to just okay, I'm just going to follow my uncles and see what they do and copy them. And and that's where it's sort of, uh, I guess, I picked up that habit of because I, I just love to train from that from that mm. point onwards. But I never trained to play professionally. I just love to train.
1: And and I mean, on that point that's kind of different to the journey of young people today right like you are kind of I well I don't know you might have a better insight but it feels like you're identified at a super young age based off ability and all of these things and you are kind of put through the factory and and I kind of find it you know beautiful the fact that you know there was no pressure and that you had to kind of find your way and I still think I still think we have to find our way but it feels like for those players coming through and potentially you might have seen this with you know your colleagues as as you were kind of you know wrapping up the pro career that finding your way as an adult is challenging right and yeah. and finding your path um, how long how long did you did you kind of strategize life after footy
0: um Look, if, if, if I'm being totally honest, I started strategizing probably in my second to last year. Yeah. Uh, and what I mean by strategize, I, strategize uh, I spent seven and a half grand on a trading platform uh, and made $7. So <laughs> <laughs> by that point, I was literally looking at what could be described as get rich quick schemes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because I did not want to work. And, you know, if, for me, when it started to, uh, I guess, hammer home that, hey, this is going to end, mm. uh, that's when I started to panic. And then I still, even then, that still wasn't enough for me to, to put in the, the work needed to transition successfully. So mm. when I finished, uh, you know, my first job was working in a bottle shop on $19 an hour.
1: Mm. Yeah, look, and and... <laughs> I guess there's a lot of uh, resource now for players, right? I, I know through my work at MIT and Auckland that even the Blues are doing things with their team mm-hmm. to to make sure that everyone is upskilling. What What was the deal when you were playing? Was it just like, were you just a player? Did ever, anyone think of you outside of that context?
0: No, uh, yeah, I was just a player yeah. uh, back then. There wasn't uh, a big emphasis on life after footy mm. on uh, like another career path because contrary to what people may think it's, it really is all about winning. Mm. Right? It is. And so it's, I'm not going to say it's almost like you're frowned upon if you if your time is used elsewhere you needed to focus on playing the best that you can, which is training hard, right? And so it wasn't like we turn up and sat down with someone and they'll say, So Ciani, um did you end up uh, uh, putting in two hours of study? Did you... Uh, that never happened. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's crack up. Well, I mean, crack up in like a real freaky way because... Mm because we know how complicated we are as humans and, and maybe we'll go to this break but we'll come back and uh, yeah, let's talk about winning because I think that's a, you know, what what is the measurement for success? Hey team, if you didn't notice, this podcast is recorded for Audiana TV which is a Pacifica TV platform meaning it plays Pacific content including this podcast and that's why I create the podcast in the style where it's for TV because there's adverts in between but this little gap here gives me an opportunity to just say hi to touch base to flick through some ideas or not (laughs) In this one I probably won't I'm just gonna say hope you're doing well and I really mean that I want to say if you're not that the tip I would give is to focus on your breath and I don't mean that in a trivial way I mean, make an effort to nasal breathe because nasal breathing connects to our diaphragm and our diaphragm is in the center of our body. Now, how we probably breathe and how you probably breathe is upper chest breathing because this is the way we can keep up with life and the pace that our Western world has on offer for us. But if we're brave enough to slow our breath down, to breathe through our nose, We can connect deeply with our diaphragm. And guess what? The diaphragm talks directly to the fight or flight response in our brain. It talks to the relaxation part of our brain. It talks to the part of our brain which says, we are okay. And we are okay. That doesn't mean there's things that are not okay. But we have to tell ourselves that we are okay. And we can do that by accessing our diaphragm and beyond by breathing through our nose. So let's get back to the podcast with Siona and in the next break I'll tell you a breathing technique which I've been helping people with. When you were playing professionally, were were those things, uh, was the idea of winning set out in goals or was it like just being the team in the finals?
0: That's a good question. Mm. Uh, I guess across my nine-year career, different coaches had different ways. Uh, some had structured out each uh, f- uh, a four-game block, so you would you know plan out every four games. Others had the big-picture goal at the end, mm. and so you know winning ultimately as a professional athlete is whatever number one gets. <laughs> <laughs> so in the NRL, it's a premiership. And so, um, you know, when you're playing in, in that sports environment, winning is the ultimate goal, especially when you're paid. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but when you look at winning, in, in my opinion, when it comes to business, it depends on your own per- perception and perspective. Because is there actually a measurement or KPI to winning in business? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Is it a million dollars? Okay, why isn't it ten million then, mm. or why isn't it a hundred million? Mm. So, when you can understand the game that you're playing and what winning looks like to you, uh, it really does determine the outcome. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot of correlation between sport and mm-hmm. business, um, but I think ultimately they both have a different set of
1: rules yeah what about life for you then if we talk about being a human you know and and this is something we can spend a bit of time on like I don't really know what the goal is because there's many areas where you could look like what winning is you know is it being remembered in a fond way is it leaving a lot behind is it actually you being you know more happy than sad because the decisions you make are ones you're proud of um yeah, how do you kind of see what would make a successful, or what would make it, how would you define winning just as a person?
0: Yeah. I think it really comes down to how you were brought up, mm. uh, your values and your beliefs, because uh, winning to me in life it will be totally different to, let's say, you. Mm. But if we look at the, if there was ever a blueprint to winning mm. in life, it would be, uh, A's and all your subjects. Go to university, graduate, get a high-paying job, get married, settle down, buy your first house, maybe get an investment property, mm. right? Uh, and then you retire with a nice little nest egg and, and spend the rest of it. like you know that that would ultimately most people say I've won, mm. right? But for someone like me, I'm like that's losing. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know what, you know what I mean. But
1: 100, 100.
0: So I that's think the complexity of it
1: eh? why it does is. it why do we why do we chase that as if that's winning when we know it's losing because yeah. everyone that has that they're never happy
0: Yeah.
1: And, and it's like those things don't really exist because you know you can project that they exist but you just owe a lot of money to someone for your house yeah. you know and, and so it feels like almost the opposite that you know you talked about like you know finishing league and not knowing and making decisions rash and and quickly and and kind of like leading down a path but it's almost like you now have an advantage because you saw that you know it's like you you paid the price for um, trying something but you you got an awesome insight like an expensive insight but an awesome insight and I guess my question for people is or even myself is how do we become comfortable with that you know can you ever become comfortable that you just have that, that there is no easy way it's just a hard way eh? Mm.
0: Mm. yep yeah. and, and I think when it comes to if we go back to you know winning at life I think uh, it ultimately comes down to uh, you uh, against you mm. Um, and you get to make the rules I guess um, but the moment you start trying to win at the game of life based on other people's rules that's where it starts to get a bit dangerous
1: yeah. <laughs> it's uh, did you have a sense of that like and, and I guess I'll just talk about you know Sione in the in the professional environment versus I mean you're still yeah. in the professional environment but you're your coach yeah. you know you're your team and 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 i just get the feeling you know th- what that professional stuff represents for a lot of people is like the cream of the crop but yeah. but my thing is at what cost you know because mm-hmm. because you're really being isolated to just be really awesome in very niche areas eh? yeah. and and i think for many people there um, that inspires them yeah but we put so much emphasis on the on these people as heroes like you literally are heroes you put on the uniform you know you're mm. the you're the the yeah the avengers if you like you know everyone's got characters and that's the funny one and that's the tough one and you know that's mm. the emotional one and all those things but but actually they we're all just people and we trick ourselves, eh, into that this this kind of idea that I could never be that, but mm. any of us could be anything. And that's the you know I sometimes think, and I'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Like I've been trying to process my grandmother's journey, right, coming from mm. Raro and leaving the island for something, mm. because we look back on it now and think, why'd you leave? Yeah, you know it was nice there. You had. A system, you had your cultural ways. He came here where um, it was tough, and you couldn't bring all your kids with you, and you had to fight through all this kind of, you know, whatever people fought through during those, you know, 60s and 70s and stuff. But for some reason, they did it, and and I think they did it so we could exactly have this chat, you know. And that's a hell of a hell of a thought that um, that's the price they were willing to give up for winning. Was that their and or the, you know their family going forward uh, could could sit down and you know I don't know man but I think there's something kind of if I kind of gently touch on those posts you were making um, recently like the bravery that comes with that you know and 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 I was thinking about it in terms of a voyage you know that they took the voyage like over the seas and now. The burden we have is maybe it's not a a physical voyage but it's a mental voyage Mm. to not be um kind of lumped in a box of you are this so yeah um okay we'll go to a a quick break and then when we come back maybe i'll ask you a little bit about um your pacific past you know and and Mm -hmm. where your um, family came from and, and coming across on their voyage okay team here we go so in the last little break we talked about breathing and nasal breathing and all of the benefits that come from that because our diaphragm when we connect with it properly in a slow deep way connects with our mind in a slow deep way and just think logically it's in a relaxing way so your mind relaxes and your body relaxes that is how it works so the breathing technique I want to offer you today if you are stressed if you are anxiety filled is totally safe it's just a slow deep breath which goes in the nose for four seconds and out the nose for six seconds and I just want you to repeat that for your drive home for your walk home totally safe totally safe okay it is totally safe you know what's not safe over breathing so statistically Most of us breathe 20 breaths per minute. If you breathe this way, in a slow, deep way through your nose, four seconds in, six seconds out, you will be breathing way less than that. Six breaths per minute, which is the optimal way to breathe for relaxation. So let's do that together. Okay, let's go in for four. And out for six. There we go repeat that for two minutes or whenever you feel necessary if life is stressful and it will help you okay it'll help you we need to first connect with the breath so it can connect with the mind so we can rise to the challenge of making the best decision ahead of us okay back to the podcast with Sione Whamawina What's your family story? Where does where does um, your family come from, and, and do you kind of follow that journey?
0: My father is born in Samoa in a a place called village called Salemo, and um, on my father's side, my uh, I guess heritage is Samoan Irish. Mm. So uh, I'm I think from the last family reunion, I am the fifth. Sixth generation, fifth generation of an Irishman from Australia. Wow. Uh, and so, Fom uh, is actually a chief name um, that was gifted to my grandmother, who then gifted it to my grandfather, yep. who then used it as our uh, surname. So, our real last name, and this is probably going to sound pretty uh, hilarious, is actually McCarthy. So my grandfather's name is William McCarthy.
1: Wow, true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow.
1: Uh,
0: but long story short, he was a, a, a very naughty boy in his village and uh, got disowned um, and was not allowed to use uh, the McCarthy name. <laughs> uh, and on my mother's side, so my grandmother came to Auckland and at the end of, uh, late forties or, or 1950, uh, and then had my mum and all her siblings in Auckland. So mm-hmm. my, my mum's New Zealand-born, uh, and all her brothers and sisters, except for her, her young three brothers. And so, but then grandma moved back to the islands, um, and raised my mum and her siblings. And so on my grandmother's side, I am a seventh generation, uh, Scottish, <clears throat> um, and my, uh, I'm a direct descendant of Ned Purcell, So, um, wow!
1: <laughs> that's wow! That's awesome! That's awesome! And 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 who taught you all that stuff? Did you kind of just ask, or does that get passed down?
0: I I asked. I did some research. I uh, asked my sister. I, I went on a trip to Samoa two years ago, and I felt this this like disconnect um and then after that trip i was on this journey to to learning more Mm. about my ancestry and and history um genealogy and so it was it was really eye-opening because i discovered that you know we i i have royal bloodline in samoa Mm. so from my grandmother's side which is i i was like wow (laughs) Uh, and so which was pretty cool and then also learning more about my grandfather's side uh, it it has really sort of shifted um, me as a person in terms of how I carry myself
1: now Mm. in what ways bro like because I guess why I ask that is you know I, I don't know if you feel this about the world but the world seems to be saying um Maybe not consciously, but unconsciously, that that we're teams. We're part of teams, and mm-hmm. you better choose your team, and you better choose the right team. And I guess the tricky bit for me, you know, as you just out outlined for us, that we are a lot of things, you mm-hmm. know, particularly in New Zealand where we. That, that there is this generation of all of these kind of people descending and, and, that, and that it's not simple, you know, we all have a little mm. bit of in us and, and the bit I'm worried about is uh, it can just become about how we externally look, you know mm. and, and I thought we were moving away from that kind of world where, where we were moving more towards, okay, well, yes but what, those are just physical means- things
0: yeah, what made you think we were moving away from
1: that sort of world? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's because I am a product of uh, seeing the best of both. And so part of my journey on the podcast has been trying to explore that, right? Because seeing the best of both hasn't always served me. Yeah. Like, it's, it's confusing for me because I don't understand. Um, you know horrific things for example that i only saw and was present around harmony you know so i've purposefully gone into trying to understand a bit more about you know why why humans have such a dark capacity for for whatever they do control greed you know all of the things that um that that yeah i that I try not to spend too much time on but you have to acknowledge it to be a well-rounded human, right? Mm. So I think a lot of the public conversation is is about the the pain coming back, or the dark coming back to the light, right? And that you see that through it's a popular narrative in films and you know, it's always like, Mm. you nearly don't make it but you do but you kind of hardly ever see the other way around, which is like someone purposefully looking to understand both and and I think it is my duty in some ways to to do that because like the world also needs a lot of love at the moment, you know, and mm. I'm someone who's kind of blessed enough or lucky enough right, to be the youngest of a big family and get chaperoned through a little bit mm. to offer that so so that is kind of why I. Uh, and I still think it's possible, and I thought we were moving away, but. And I really did think, like, uh, the public conversation I thought was that, that the, the idea was, you know, that uh, total control over someone isn't a good thing. Yeah. You know, so that doesn't just mean physically, but mentally as well, you know. Mm. But but that's why I've kind of doubled down. That I like the fact that this podcast plays the last thing before the channel turns Uh off, and it might not be the big you know giant audience and all of that stuff. But that's our way of um, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, yes, you can have a revolution, or you can just become normal over time, and and doing that. Um, Yeah, I guess you. Asking me that, why did I think we were moving away? You mm. it, Would that not be the way you see it?
0: No, I was more just trying to uh, understand how you were coming up with that mm. around while we thought. Because, yeah, I guess if I'm being totally honest, I I, I didn't see that. So mm. I was really interested to see how, yeah, what, yeah. what made you say uh, that we were moving too away from it.
1: I mean, lately, it's definitely not that but yeah. um you know I thought because you know there's two ways I look at it there's actually what's happening and then there's a narrative around where we're pushing towards uh, I I thought the worldwide narrative was mm-hmm. for kind of more acceptance but the more yeah. you hear about how the world is and, and maybe that's the difference right is that uh, it's easy to say we're one thing maybe it's like a professional sports team the brand is something different to how people really are. Mm. And maybe we're just having a window into how people really are. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really know what to do with that information. But uh, you know, <laughs> I guess this the there's, there's no answers needed, right? And that's the hilarious thing, you know, when I watch, you know, your interview on breakfast and stuff, you've got eight minutes yeah. to like get a case across and nothing's eight minutes simple. And mm. and also we're kind of starred for conversation, free free flow. So when you do get longer than that, we're all like, "Oh, what are we going to talk about now?" <laughs> but yeah. um, but but I definitely think us being here and and doing this there's yeah. I just ha- well, bro, I have to believe that that is worth it. You know, I think it's pretty clear that. With rocketing suicide rates and kind of people being mega unhappy these days when they've got that dream of the house, the car, the perfect stuff, that it's not enough. So maybe yeah. we'll go to the last break. And when we come back, I'd be keen to talk about how you keep yourself, you know, centered, how you, what techniques you use to help you process the world. Particularly, um, one of the metaphors I like to think about is there's this kind of old uh, you know saying or something called saint george the dragon slayer right and it's like this dragon slayer who's used to fighting dragons but mm. but as the tale goes on he's seen outside one night in his underwear just swinging a sword around you know because there was yeah. no more dragons but he's used to killing dragons mm. and and I want to know how we can be calm when we need to be calm and how we can rev up when we need to rev up. So wondering if sport offered you a bit of insight into those things and your work that you do today. Okay team, so yeah I don't really know what to talk about in this part. Um, This is normally just the random part where I talk stuff. Oh I guess I'll mention a little bit about this breathing mindset program that i'm developing called manava manava is the cook island word for the life force or the breath or the sacred center or the belly you know everything that represents our core and manava is based on the core it's based on reconnecting with the core first and then from there the mind comes second and the decision we make comes third so i will probably give you a massive rundown in another podcast or you can email me please blow my mind podcast at gmail.com for more information but i'm currently going for funding for manava to develop this regardless if i get it or not it's so cool because i'm already developing it i'm gonna start a podcast uh, around manava and this idea of the three pillar system okay the three pillars of manava the breath helps the mind to rise up that is in order of importance the breath helps the mind to rise up so we can't talk about anything else until we talk about the breath and specifically like i talked to you in the last little break nasal breathing that is the connection and that is what we have to tell people to remind people to access their mind through their breath So stand by and watch out for manava. It's uh, here and and will be shared soon. And I am on my breathing journey. So there we go. Okay, I think we should get back to the podcast with Sione. Hope you're enjoying it so far. And we'll see you after the podcast. Do you have like rituals you follow? You know, I guess exercise or meditation or those type of things?
0: Um... Look, I want to be totally honest, since uh, probably coming out of COVID, I've been pretty slack with my uh, routines, mm-hmm. uh, which I, will, I am going to get back into uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Why Wednesday? Well, because I'm probably going to have a late night tonight, which means yeah. I'm going to get up late tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do uh, have a routine where I was up between 5.30 and 6 every morning and mm-hmm. um, and look, I'm really flexible, if that makes sense, in, in sort of what I do. Sometimes I'll listen to uh, the Calm app and try and do a little bit of meditation. Mm. And other times it, I actually need to listen to a bit of R&B or hip-hop. Mm. Or uh, I just put on this other app, which just plays uh, Raining mm. outside. <laughs> um, and so if I'm, I'm that person where, I, you know, I'm not going to say Monday to Friday, this, 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 this. Mm. It's just... Okay, I'm gonna wake up at the same time every morning, but what that routine is going to be for that particular morning, I don't know until yeah. I wake up and I'll be like, no, I feel like a bit of BGS, mm. you know. So, <laughs> uh, and then that's and then that's pretty much sort of how I go about it. Mm. Um, and if I feel like training, uh, in that like in the morning, I'll train. Mm. If not, I'll train in the afternoon. So, <laughs> you know, I like just to keep it flexible. The reason why is because I do not like. Um, certainty and structure if it just i get bored mm. too, uh, too easily so i love to to have that flexi- flexibility and uh, sometimes uh, yeah uncertainty around how how it's going to go yeah. <laughs> does that make sense yeah bro
1: totally makes sense you know why it doesn't make sense is you're probably not used to saying that out loud because we've all conditioned <laughs> ourselves to like <laughs> yeah. i've got a plan and i've got a thing but but man when you talk like that you know, I just think it's so important because you're a brave person to actually not, you know, you are a brave person, but I mean, the average person is so brave to go out there and project like they've got all of their mm. stuff together. Like, there is a trade off of the uncertainty, I, what I hear from you for that flexibility. Um, but it's the I think it's the right trade off, you know. I think mm. that is the trade off that means we don't need all of the suppressant pills and mm. all of these other things. And, and, and I just don't think we're willing collectively to have these kind of confronting deeper conversations because they can get used against us, right? People can yeah. watch it and go like, oh, you're not serious. And it's like, well, no, it's not that. It's just I'm not willing to end up as a pile of whatever, you know, a pile of chaos. So, man, I... I <laughs> I'm probably like I like to. I would like to think I come across as someone like that, but I'm aiming to be more flexible. You know, like I'm still deep in that world of. Um, I'm freaked out about not having that regular pay coming in, you know. But I know it deep within that if I was to let myself sit with that fear, you would ultimately find a way, you know, because you always do. You, that would be the ultimate motivation. Um, and and I guess when you're, because because your work does help players, right, with transitioning from mm. footy. Is is it? What else do you do, bro? You do like lots of different little business things too, eh?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, look, I I still do a bit of one-on-one uh, private coaching um, with clients, mm. uh, and it's very similar to the work that I do with the athletes. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that that I love doing is working with these. Athletes and players, and helping them build and leverage their, their brand, uh, creating digital assets, products to sell online. Nice. Uh, and then ultimately, make sure that we can start to implement that transition plan, which is so important. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it's something I've been doing for two and a half years, and really just a lot of it has been, I'm not going to lie, well a lot of it has been uh, hand holding and yeah. education.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but pretty confident they've got it now Mm. and so it's and and and, you know covid was a blessing uh because now they actually had were like hey well there's a reality that we may not never play again Mm. so what have i got which for a lot of them it's always like well i need to do something now so which has been really really good for us
1: Mm. no man that's that's well wow, you know we're at an interesting time of history too right because it's not it's not clear how it all plays out you know for in new zealand at the moment i think we've started to see a, a small amount of covid come back in regardless Ooh. how it's kind of entered yeah. back in it's it's broken the illusion again that we're safe uh, and uh, and you know i can't help but think for those people who are already in the space of the unknown um it's not yeah i'd like to think that many of us took the opportunity in COVID to reconnect you know and not just wait because i think waiting would be a mistake you know just waiting to for it to kind of go away because it's not but to sit down and analyze you know who who we are and what we do and um but but i also know that like time hasn't gone far enough so we could just be you know dealing with a little bit of anxiety and stress and all of that stuff do you you, like do you get stressed bro and and i only ask that because i don't want to leave these conversations not knowing how people deal with stuff like it's a it's something that i think about a lot is that we just put a buzzword to something like mental health or stress or anxiety but we never actually sit down to say what do you how do you work through that and all of those things and 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 I guess I don't want to get kind of too private but you could for example talk about you know the the footy stuff and how do you deal with incredible amounts of pressure that are put on you to deliver right and i think that's something people in their own capacities whether it's paying the bills or or getting stuff done or you know just start things up do you kind of have ways you specifically deal with, I guess, the tougher bits?
0: Um, both in terms of sports and business have different pressures, mm. uh, and which means that you have to deal with them differently. So in sport, I didn't have to worry about money, mm. uh, but I had to worry about performance. Mm. Uh, in business, I have to worry about money and you, you know, you know what I mean. And so, in sport, I dealt with pressure uh, in a way that, probably looking back, I could have done a lot better. I was uh, very uh, emotional uh, in terms of I let a lot of stuff affect me, mm. both uh, uh, personally and professionally in terms of my performance. Uh, the media was a big one. Mm. Um, you know, my mum used to ring the media and give them a gob full, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and so looking back, I definitely could have dealt with that sort of pressure a lot better. And, I, and I'm just being honest, if you will, mm-hmm. I don't know how what that looks like, yeah, thinking yeah. back, right? Um, but what I've learned now in terms of business is it is uh, opening up and just sharing i found really helps mm-hmm. so uh i speak to uh, my close sort of friends uh in a circle and if i if, if i'm really feeling stressed uh i'll just ring them and i'll just say man i'm i this is what's happening right? this is you know i'm feeling like this and then what they do is they're not just a sounding board but then they offer practical advice because mm-hmm. when you're in that state um sometimes you just you need that that sounding board to, to assist you mm. um and then you and that's how i found that I, I deal with stress in terms of business and i'm lucky that i have a mentor that we touch base every week mm. right um which is which is awesome because i know that i can be vulnerable and not be have uh be scared of of, of uh of them making fun of me right mm. and so and i love i love that i'm, I'm and i'm grateful that i have that relationship so i think like and you brought it up at the very start you know you're your own marketer Mm. producer and yet are you supposed to be your own counselor (laughs) i don't know so and i think a lot of solopreneurs uh tend to think they do Mm. so but i'm i'm actually i'm actually really curious to hear what how, what your thoughts on and how you deal with it as someone I know who's been doing this now for mm. for quite a number of, of years how you've dealt with it
1: yeah well uh, I I don't know because I think it's like it's it must be something like because my professional job is I edit right so I make mm. little videos for people and I always think that you never know when I've done my job because you shouldn't notice it it should just flow but whenever there's a bad edit or something where you can see something wrong it doesn't fit together or the words in audio don't you instantly know and it gives you a signal that that's not a good thing and I think about it a little bit like that that um, in terms of stress that you kind of can't appreciate when you don't have it because you're not supposed to but the the moment you do uh, what I've come to realise is I'm probably quite good at listening to that stress to yes. say you have to do something that you have to something's on your mind, and and because I'm probably a natural communicator through my you know psychology of um, you know because we all have these different uh, personality types. I think mm. the psychologist said there's 16 of them, and we're all mixed up into one, mm. and and they're not even based off um, just you know our ancestry or our experiences. I think about them a little bit like an immune system. Humanity has lots of variations and that is kind of an awesome tool to keep us alive, you know? Because yeah. you have to have different personalities for different things. Which is why it's so fascinating about sports because it's like everyone's lumped in together yeah. to 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 be this mega thing. Um but but in terms of like stress, yeah, I'm probably not that good actually. Like I don't really lash out, but I've been trying to really think about stress. Like one of the things that I can't quite get my head around at the moment is I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder about even when we call like stress, we oh. don't really know what that means or when we yeah. say mental health, we don't really know what that means. It's like saying you love someone. You don't actually know what that means. It's just a series of things, you know? Yeah. So I I'm making it a, an effort to understand those series of things so if you have a feeling that isn't right is it just you being lazy or is it you suppressing something about yourself and it could be a mixture of those but for example meditation I'm not a fan of that word either because I think we lose the meaning behind it which is a focusing of the mind that's all it is and blocking everything else out so I think the conversation should be here's 10 ways to do that and go and do that and one of the ways that works for me is hopping in an ice bath because yeah. what that does for me is it just makes me focus on man this sucks man this sucks but what I'm realising is I'm not thinking about everything else you know look I don't really know if that's what you ask me but that's kind of what I'm feeling you know it's like it's it's definitely we are at, we are all of those things that we talked about you know you're your marketer da 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 but it's just a tricky one because I don't know if we're our own kind of physician, mm. you know. Maybe it's like a partnership where you can't hand it over to someone, but but you have to be aware that you need um, yep. help from time to time. And Look, I don't think it's on any of us to uh, answer that stuff right now, bro. But even the fact, I think, that we have that conversation is awesome because there's plenty of people, you know, watching now and plenty yeah. of people who... I mean, the statistics are clear. It seems like we're the unhappiest we've ever been, eh, bro? So I just think it's... um, That's why I relate it back to what you do. You know, you stood up and you accounted. And maybe if we finish on that, bro, Mm. like... And I said I wasn't really going to talk about it, but we do not have to talk directly, but when you kind of finish posting those videos, what do you think? Were you, like, kind of full of uh, adrenaline or like were you just like I feel better now because I don't have to hold this in uh,
0: yes I was I was sort of full of adrenaline um, but when I post content like that it's there's a similar path that happens as soon as I press post mm. so adrenaline emotion and then about 30 minutes in what the F did I just do mm. <laughs> um, but the one thing that I learned and this was the one thing that I know, uh, and I, and I, I did this about two and a half years ago and I made a pact that if I post something, I'm not going to take it off. Whoa. Right. And so that's what I do. I and so whenever I start to feel that, uh, fear, I'll remember that pact that I made because I tell myself is that I if I post something, there's a meaning and reason behind it, and I will live and die by whatever consequence comes from that.
1: Mm.
0: And so it's, it almost aids in what I do, really, because I'm like, I know that once I post it, this ain't coming down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, that's a freaky idea. Either way you look at it, right? The fact that you mm. can erase things sucks too, eh? Mm. Because, you know, that gets us into the blocking of things. And i i, I mean i applaud that and no, i think many of us watching it's just like you have to be accountable and and what i love is that in true life not social media life but in actual life you can say oh guess what i may not have been right about all these things and i was just trying to express it but i just think anyone that is going to uh tell you anything should have a super hard look at themselves as well, right? Because I don't yeah. think it is always about just being right. I think it is yeah. about the and if anything, the journey that we're all on is most likely we're all wrong in some way. But if yeah. you're aware of that you can learn from it and move on. So yeah. but I I, that, I, I think so right. in that yeah I think in that case you are right because mm. there's a certain amount of control that I, I think it isn't appropriate for the amount of openness we have in this world. It may have been when there was, say, two TV channels, a couple newspapers, mm. one radio show, but now it's like, it's your name. Mm. And it's like, they got to get on board and join the ride. I heard a comedian, a, a bit of a controversial comedian, but he was talking about, like, you know, it's cool for Nike and that to bring out slogans, but they should remember that, it was the people that led it first. Mm. The people just did it, and then the lo- the logo came on top of that. Mm. And and I mean, I can say that because I don't have a big profile and I haven't been attached to you know a, a bigger thing. But but uh, even regardless of that, um, you know, it is it has to be, bro. It has to be that you're you first, and whatever league stuff is attached to you second. Mm and and yeah i wonder how i wonder how you would be if you were a player now right and you were listening to you talking like that so yeah, yeah. but anyway let's not get into that because there's people and they're all doing their stuff so um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah bro all right um where can people follow you brother for you know if they want to reach out to you in a business capacity or just follow your journey
0: yeah i guess i'm on most of the social media platforms um you can just see on f on facebook instagram linkedin uh, and twitter uh or they can just jump on my website seanofanwina.co.nz awesome thanks a lot will uh, yeah had a good time and uh thanks for having me
1: awesome team that's us for another week i really hope you well a, enjoy this format of these kind of little breaks between the podcast uh, little interludes if you like and I hope you're doing okay for me it's quite fun it's it's a nice way to have a drive home um, like I said you can check out uh, this weird image of me <laughs> strapping this microphone to myself to do this intro I will put that on my Instagram page and yeah, let's wrap it up here. I just want to say thank you to Sione for being available to be part of my journey. As you know, the video side of this podcast gets played on television on the Audiana TV digital platform. Uh, you can watch that on Freeview 200 if you're a Kiwi person, because that would mean something to you. If you're an overseas listener, you can have a look at the links in my description on Instagram. And that will provide you with all the live stream links if you do want to watch this podcast. Or you can go to facebook.com forward slash please blow my mind and I, I upload the video there. Okay, just finally, can I say if you find value in this podcast and you've made it this far, please consider sponsoring me on Patreon. I'm really taking it serious, the Patreon. I've got three awesome people: Daniel, Andrew, and Chris, who support 10 bucks New Zealand a month. That's it, and for that, you know that you're helping me, Will Fleming, boost this journey, boost these ideas that hopefully give us uh, opportunity to grow and learn from and be exposed to different ideas. That is really important to me and, and a bedrock of, of, you know, the gift I've been given through my family story to, you know, use the time, use the spare time that I was gifted to do something positive because, if you can dream, we need to pay back by sharing that dream for others who can't see that dream. So I want to scale up on that. Every donation that comes in via the Patreon page helps. So you can find me on Patreon by searching Please Blow My Mind on Patreon. Or, yep, yeah, you can send me an email if you want me to flick you a link or just ask me a few questions around it. Please Blow My Mind podcast at gmail.com. I'm starting to write regular articles on Patreon, and when I get a big enough following, I'm gonna switch those articles over so that they're Patreon-only content. So, you know, you're getting in on the ground floor of this journey that that is uh, a total pleasure for me to be part of. Okay team, thank you all for blowing my mind, thank you all for supporting my journey, and we will see you, I will hear from you, or you will hear from me in the next episode.